0: This is Grunt the Grunt Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. Coming to you from the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome, I am your host, Benjamin Burroughs. I am one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to man the throne. Stand good and take shots. Give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. And it is a great and glorious day to be out selling your products and selling your services for you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold, until you sell it. Welcome to Grand to Grown Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. I'm your host, Benjamin Burroughs, and we are coming to you from the fabulous Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome. And before we get into the podcast this week, I just want to send my prayers and my family's prayers and the Grunt to Grown Nation prayers out to the good folks at Squirrel Hill, Pennsylvania in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Our prayers are with you. Our prayers are also with our political leaders who received uh, bomb threats last week. Um, the prayers of my family, the prayers of myself, the uh, uh, prayers of the Grunt Grown Nation are with you. And I'm just gonna say that love defeats hate. Every time. Every single time. So if you're out there listening to the podcast, you're a part of the Grunt to Grown Nation, let's make sure that this week we spread love. And when we see hate, we cover it with love. I send prayers out to our president, prayers out to our political leaders, prayers out to the press and the media. Love defeats hate. As I said, it is a great and glorious day because love abounds, especially here at the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome, where not only does it smell like stink and sweat, it smells like mildew. (laughs) Here in the Northeast, we have had our share, an overabundance, an excess of rain. And um, I guess some rain has leaked into the uh, fabulous Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome. So not only does it smell like professional wrestlers and the stink of a locker room, it now kind of has this smell that crosses between mildew and a wet dog. But it is an honor (laughs) and it is a pleasure to be sitting in the middle of this wrestling ring bringing you this Grunt to Grown uh, podcast. I also want to thank everybody who took the time out of their busy day last week to email me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. We answer each and every one of your emails, so thank you so very much. And before we really dive into the meat of the Grunt to Grown podcast, I've got some business I've got to take care of. Number one of the book is available on uh, amazon.com and and barnesandnobles.com, walmart.com, Do a poor author a favor and pick up a copy of Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. Also, uh, we have our Grunt to Grown merchandise. It is our official Grunt to Grown branded merchandise, which is available on Amazon.com. Uh, So pick that up. We have the cover of the book is out. And then this week we just released T-shirts that have our catchphrase on it. Sales professionals are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold. So if you know a sales professional, that's a great holiday gift to pick them up um, because I believe that with all my heart. I say that week after week. I believe that with my heart, the grunter-grown nation, you my brothers and you my sisters in this fraternity of professional sales, you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold. That t-shirt I think is $15.99. It is on uh, Amazon.com and uh, you can pick it up right now. We're going to have long sleeve tees available by our next podcast uh, next week. I also want to um, give a couple shout-outs here um, to Primal Conflict, to my good friend Tyler Steele and Primal Conflict Wrestling. He's got two big events coming up this week. Um, November 2nd, they're going to be in Harper's Ferry at the Civil War Battlegrounds KOA. Uh, They have an amphitheater there, and uh, they're going to be there doing the Crimson Harvest uh, wrestling uh, event. That's Primal Conflict. And then on November 3rd, on Saturday night, Primal Conflict is coming to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They'll be debuting in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Chicara Wrestle Factory. So um, if you're in the city of brotherly love, I know I've got some, some uh, Grunt to Grown Nation members uh, up in Philadelphia. Check out Primal Conflict Wrestling at the Chikara Wrestle Factory. Uh, right there in downtown Philadelphia, it is a debut for Primal Conflict. Also on November 3rd at the Cross Christian Academy, uh, my good friends from One CW, they'll be presenting a First Responders Night. Uh, they want to honor our first responders, so they're doing a big wrestling event there. So if you get a chance, come on out. It's at the Cross Christian Academy. I believe that's where the Skull Crusher, my grandson, and I will be, Um, 1CW. Mr. Grimm will be there. He's the 1CW heavyweight champion, weighing in at 27 body bags. And I'm sure he'll be defending his championship um, at the uh, Cross Christian Academy Center. That's 1CW wrestling. So let's jump into the podcast again. Want to thank you for your emails, your comments, your feedback, and all that. Uh, Last week, we were supposed to do a podcast on prospecting. The staff had it all lined out, but I kind of switched gears on them, and I wanted to address something that was on my heart. So we're going to do prospecting this week. We're going to talk about prospecting. We're going to talk about how do you go out and you find new clients. And, you know, prospecting is one of those things that most sales professionals fear the most. Because sales is full of rejection. Sales is full of no's. We hear no's all the time as sales professionals. And prospecting is one of those those parts of sales where we hear no. And we fear that. We fear the prospecting. But I feel that as sales professionals, we should embrace prospecting. We should embrace this thing called prospecting. There's nothing to fear. Because the worst thing that can happen is the people we are are prospecting will tell us no. So there's nothing to fear in prospecting. And you can prospect in a lot of different ways. My wife does not like to take me to the grocery store. She doesn't like to take me to Walmart. She doesn't like to take me to the mall. She even gets frustrated when we go to the movies. Because I'm a talker, can't you tell? Oh, yeah, Dave the Ray over there shaking his head. Yeah, uh uh-huh. You a talker? Yeah, when did that happen, right? Thanks, buddy. I'm a talker. I like to talk to anybody. And I look at prospecting like I look at stories to write. It is all around me. The opportunity to prospect is all around you. It is everywhere. The people you need to prospect are all around you. You just have to open your mouth and talk. So I'm in the grocery store. I start talking with people. And as guys, what do guys do? Hey, what do you do for a living? Well, I do this and I do that. I've run into more executives that I've had the opportunity to make sales presentations to in the oddest, weirdest, and craziest places because I'm prospecting all the time. Recently, my aunt moved into an assistant living complex, an apartment complex. And I was up there on a Friday afternoon to fill out some paperwork on behalf of my aunt. And I'm sitting in the lobby, and I run into a business professional who does kitchen repair. And of course, me, I strike up a conversation, find out that he's the owner, and they could use our products. We just brought them on as a client last week. So prospecting is all around you. You just have to get over the fear of prospecting. And in talking about prospecting today, I'm going to draw from an article that was posted on rainsalestraining.com. It was written by John Doerr, the president of the Rain Group, and it's called Six Keys to Prospecting Success. And I'm also going to talk about the prospecting ideas that Johnny Montana sent me and that the West Virginia Bubblebee sent me. I'm going to start with Johnny Montana. Johnny Montana is in the automotive industry selling new cars. And he said one of his most effective forms of prospecting is going through the local one ads. He said people are trying to sell their cars and trucks constantly using the local one ads. He also said there's an auto trader magazine that comes out uh, once every two weeks where he's at. And he uses that as well because, again, people are posting ads to sell their vehicles. So what he does is he uses these newspapers, these one ads, these magazines as a prospecting tool. He will call the people trying to sell their car. And he will do a little due diligence, a little qualifying, in finding out why they want to sell their car. And maybe do you or do they want to buy a new car. Have they thought about that? And Johnny Montana writes that two to three out of every out of every 10 phone calls he makes ends up with somebody being on his showroom floor talking to him about trading in their car and buying a new car. And he closes one out of those three. So for every 10 phone calls he makes, he gains a new car sale. That's pretty good odds since you can make 10 phone calls in the course of probably 10 or 15 minutes. And if you're in the automotive industry, the one ads are a consistent source of prospecting. Or if you're selling facilities products, printed ad is a great way to find new businesses. If people are advertising, they're growing. And that's a source of prospecting that you can use just by opening up a newspaper. Or for us, we have a weekly uh, magazine that comes out that's all one ads and businesses advertising. It's called The Guide. I use it to seek out new plumbers, new electricians, and new home builders that I can do business with. Just an idea of prospecting. The West Virginia Bumblebee is in the hospitality industry, hospitality and restaurant. And she writes that her greatest source of prospecting right now comes from being a part of the local hotel and restaurant associations. Now, normally, that don't cost a lot to be a part of, and most of them have monthly luncheons, that you can attend and you can network. Most of them also give you an opportunity to stand and present to your, to your prospective clients. So there's a great source of prospecting by just becoming a member of your local uh, associations, hotel, restaurant, uh, you may have an education association, And, again, that falls into some old-school prospecting, being a part of your social clubs, being a part of your athletic clubs, being a part of the Little League, Pop Warner, uh, being involved. That's networking, and networking like that will bring you business. To the West Virginia Bumblebee, thank you. To Johnny Montana, thank you. If you have an idea on prospecting, we plan to do a follow-up podcast. Please email us. At greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. Now, on to this article written by John Doerr. He's the president of the Rain Group. The article is entitled Six Keys to Prospecting Success. It is posted at RainSalesTraining.com. And John writes that um, here are six keys if you want to be a successful prospector. Number one is targeting. He writes that targeting is the foundation that underpins sales prospecting success. It is the strength of your list and the precision of your targeting. Sellers often call too low in the organization and try to start a groundswell by working their way up. So when you are targeting, you're not just targeting a specific vertical for the West Virginia Bumblebee hotels and restaurants. You also within that have to target executives who are high enough in the organization that when you get an opportunity to network and present that they have the authority to move it forward. Back in the day we used to call it selling to guido. Starting from the top and working your way down. Even if the person at the top of the organization can't make the decision or has decision makers for them under them, a recommendation from them to those decision makers is key. If you get recommended by an executive on down the chain to someone who does make the decision maker, that decision maker is going to listen because it's coming from possibly their boss. So make sure in your prospecting that your targeting is on cue, not just the vertical you want to target, but the executives and the contacts that you plan to target. Number two in John Doar's article is value in every touch. When you sell, no one wants to hear your capability pitch, your history, or your life story right off the bat. They're looking to find out how their lives can be enriched by working with you. They want to know what kind of value you can bring to their organization. And if you couple that with personal selling, they want to know what kind of value you can bring to their own personal career. They want you to enrich their life and bring them value. Point number three, make sure you have the right offer. Your ultimate offer might be a particular type of software, technical instrument, building materials, financial product, operations plan, or marketing plan, John Doerr writes. But the interim offers, the offers you make and they accept before they ever buy from you, must be crafted with the utmost care. You see, in your vertical, in your industry, you sit on the cusp of all the great innovation. You know the next great innovation in your vertical before anyone else does, before your clients do, before your prospective clients do. In the Janssen industry right now, it is robotic scrubbers, robotic sweepers. To take it a step further, I was at a trade show not too long ago where they debuted robotic lawnmowers. So you see where artificial intelligence is going. This is a topic of conversation that you can bring to a client, a prospective client, that their current vendor may not even be aware of or may not have thought to bring to them. And of course, with robotic equipment, the return on investment is the decrease in the cost of labor. So make sure that you're bringing the right offer. And in bringing the right offer, that you are looking at the new innovation in your vertical. John Doerr writes point number four, no tricks, make no tricks. Plenty of business success awaits you with your high-integrity approach. So Johnny Montana uses the one ads. When he calls a client or prospective client, there should be no tricks. I work at a new car dealership, so you're trying to sell your car. Can we help you? Do you want to bring it in and see what it's worth? John Doyle writes, there is no need to use tricks or bend the truth or cut corners to generate an initial conversation. All this does is kill trust. And trust is essential for sales success. So don't, don't cut yourself short before you even get started. No tricks. Point number five, multiple touches. It takes multiple touches to bring a prospective client to the point of qualifying, to the point of proposal, to the point of close. It takes more attempts than most people think to get through to top prospects. It can often take seven, eight, nine or more touches to get through to someone. This was my life last week. I had targeted three potential Class A clients over the last eight months and didn't feel I was making any progress until last Monday. Last Monday, all three Class A clients, prospective clients, reached out to me and said, do you have time to come and visit with me? We need to talk. I met with two of them last week, received orders from both, and I'm scheduled to meet with a third this week. It took me eight months of prospecting, calling, emailing, visiting. These three Class A perspectives and two are now clients. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. And then John Doerr's final point, number six. Number six in his list of six keys to prospecting success. Use a variety of touches. Cold call, email, phone call. John even suggests you can use snail mail but use a variety of touches. For me, I use email, I use phone calls. I also use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great source of prospecting for me right now. And if you're going to use LinkedIn, make sure that you have a very thorough and complete LinkedIn profile. You have to have a profile that makes the client want to respond or the prospective client want to respond to your communication. It is one of the easiest and fastest ways to make a connection with a prospective client if your profile is thorough, complete, and professional. And with that, I'm going to close this Grunt to Grown podcast of prospecting. Again, we will do a follow-up because I'm sure that there are thousands of you out there who have thousands of ways of prospecting, and I want to hear them all. So do not hesitate. Email me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. Hey, don't forget, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn at Benjamin Burroughs. And you can follow me on Twitter at GreatAmericanThunder at RealBenBurrows. Don't forget to pick up a copy of your book, Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. Pick up some merchandise, some Grunt to Grown merchandise. Me, the staff, uh, Dave the Ray, everybody involved with this project would appreciate that. And we are embarking on a, on a new uh, venture as well. Um, public speaking, motivational speaking, and inspirational speaking. So if you'd like to book myself for inspirational speaking or motivational speaking, uh, please email me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. Had the opportunity to do some motivational speaking this past week uh, through the Fellowship of Christian Athletes with the Woodbridge Raiders varsity and junior varsity football team, the mighty, mighty Raiders of Woodbridge High School. It was a pleasure. I want to thank Matt Deputy for that, George and Amanda Roth for that, and Pastor Tim Banks, and, of course, all the young men who represent the mighty, mighty Raiders. Thank you so very much. This has been Grunt to Grown, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. It has been a pleasure and an honor And remember, you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold. So quit listening to me. Get out there. Sell something. I give one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots. Give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. I give my thoughts, my skill displayed. I fought my will.